Hi there. Welcome to Hey Mickey, the podcast. I'm Kaden. And I'm Connor. And we're here to give you some Disney Parks magic each and every week. This is episode 24. And if you're listening, then thank you for being part of our Hey Mickey community. We are so grateful for all the support as we've continued to grow and share all of our adventures. So for today's episode, we're going to be sharing our experience at Chefs de France. Yes, we recently had dinner there at the France Pavilion in Epcot, and we just have so many thoughts about it. And as a bonus, we're also going to be talking about Everglaze Donuts and Cold Brew. So ready for this. Okay, it's time for the after party. After party. All right. So, Chefs de France. France? France. Yeah. France. I feel like the proper way to say it's probably Chefs de France, but the American way is Chefs de France. Chefs de France. Chefs de France. So this is a place we've been wanting to go to for a long time. We've heard a lot of great things about it. So we were really excited to go. Um, The check-in process was pretty standard. Um, Checked in at the... Checked in at the front. Yeah, we checked in at the front and then um, just had to wait a few minutes before our table was ready. But everyone was super friendly. Our waiter was actually from France. So that was really cool. Yeah, the, the staff felt very French. Also, we should say that we this time we actually did not go alone. We went with family and friends, but we went with other people. And so we had a little bit larger party than we're used to. But that was good because we also got to maybe try a few things that we wanted to or didn't want to. So we went there for kind of a later dinner. We got a reservation about, what, 30 minutes before the park closed. Yeah, pretty late, yeah. So um, atmosphere-wise, it was really cool, Um, kind of darker lighting. Um, And the views, we were kind of close to one of the windows. Um, And just the views of Epcot and the World Showcase Lagoon, it was very pretty. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and also... One thing worth mentioning, since we went so late, it got to where we were there after park close. And so obviously when we first walked in, it was still, there was still a good number of people in the France Pavilion. But by the time we were getting done, there was like nobody outside. So it felt kind of like we had the France Pavilion to ourselves. And that was a really cool experience. Um, what definitely one of the perks of getting like a really late dinner reservation. So getting into the food, we got uh, a couple of different things. So one nice thing about this restaurant is you can just order off the menu like normal, or they also have a prefix option where you get an appetizer, an entree, a dessert, a soda, and a glass of wine, which you can also exchange for another non-alcoholic drink if you prefer. Um, so we kind of did a little bit of both. I got the prefix meal and Connor got just a regular entree off the menu and then we kind of shared everything. Yes, it allows you to basically fill up and try a lot of things, but also be a little bit budget conscious. We felt like we were doing the pretty smart deal in, in that. All right, so tell them about the special drink thing that you got with your prefix. 
Right. So instead of the glass of wine, I asked them if I could um, switch that for one of the other, like, non-alcoholic specialties. So I got the uh, Diablo Mint. It was um, basically just Sprite with this green mint syrup. So when they brought it to me, it looked really cool. It was kind of this, like, teal color almost. It was green. It was straight up green. It had some blue in it. No, it was green. Anyways, so basically like a minty Sprite, which sounds very weird, but I thought it tasted really good. Um, It wasn't very strong mint, which was good because I'm not a huge mint fan. Um, Just kind of like a light, just like a little like smidge of mint in there. It was green Sprite. (laughs) It was basically green Sprite. Actually, once you got to the bottom, you could taste the mint, but I think... Yeah, I think the Sprite just, like, overpowered it, or maybe it just, like, all settled into the bottom. So, I really felt like it was green Sprite, but it's fine. It was interesting. I really enjoyed it. I would get it again. I had tasted the mint throughout, and I could smell it, too, when I would drink it. So, I definitely think there was mint in there. So. Yeah. Maybe. Um, And then, for our appetizer, we got just the French onion soup. Um, one of the other people we were eating with actually got the escargot, so I was not brave enough to try that, but Connor did. Yes, so my brother actually got the escargot and offered me a, a snail. I don't, I don't know, like a whole snail? (laughs) I don't really know. And so I tried it and it was very salty and chewy And full disclosure, I'd always been kind of scared of trying escargot, mainly because of the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, It Takes Two, when they say something about escargot, and I don't know, it's like a whole scene in there, and I was like, ew, that's what it is, I'm never going to try that, and obviously I did. It's fine, it's not anything that I'm going to like look for, but at least now I can say that I tried. Yeah. Um, And the French onion soup was actually really good. I was a little nervous because I'd had the French onion soup over at Be Our Guest and was not a big fan of it there. Um, But the soup here was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of cheese. Um, I thought it was great. So let me ask you this. What was the difference between the Be Our Guest French onion soup and this French onion soup? I don't know. Just flavor-wise, this one was better. All right, so my take on this is it was literally the exact same soup. There was no difference between those two. No, this one had a better flavor. I don't know if it was, like, saltier or... I don't know, the Be Our Guest one was almost, like... Had, like, a note of, like, sour, almost. I don't know. All I know is when I tried your Be Our Guest one, and then when I tried this one, they tasted the exact same to me. Well, you didn't eat as much as I did. I tried enough. I thought that, I mean, I thought they were both good, but I think there's no difference. I think this one's better. Um, moving on to our entrees. So I got the grilled beef tenderloin, which comes with like a peppercorn sauce and mashed potatoes and green beans. Um, and this is one of like my top favorite entrees I've had on Disney property. The beef tenderloin was cooked so well. It was super tender and... I really enjoyed it. The mashed potatoes were, like, so, like, fluffy and just had a really great consistency. And the green beans are really good, too. Most Disney green beans I don't like. Um, I don't know exactly what it is about them. There's just 
they don't really have much flavor to them. But these were actually really good. I was really impressed. So this was definitely one of my top favorite meals I've had. I would also agree when it comes to the beef. That was very good. Yeah. It is obviously the most expensive one. But if you get the prefix, then it doesn't matter because you pay the same regardless of what dish you get. And that's probably the dish to go with, to be honest. Yeah, that was part of why I did the prefix was because I knew I wanted that entree and when that's the most expensive one. Um, so that one's a really good deal um, to do that with the prefix meal. I will definitely say that. Yes. And other dishes that they have, uh, they have like a chicken dish. They have a braised beef that's like on top of a pasta. And then I got the other one, which is a lemon and white wine marinated salmon which was broiled and it also came with rice and also uh peas and there was a slice of tomato on top of the rice and lemon on top of the well it said lemon but it like literally came with lemon on top and there was like a the sauce that it that was on it too was really good uh, but I I really like salmon, and this was another pretty good salmon. Nothing about the dish, there was nothing bold about the flavors of the dish. It was a whole bunch of really mild flavors that worked really well together. Um, but there was nothing like really extreme about the flavor or anything. Like nothing, nothing was extra like sour or sweet or salty. It was just like a lot of like really mild stuff that just kind of worked together. So I did appreciate that. And I just figured this must be French. So I'm sold on it, I guess. So would that be what you would get again? I don't know. Cause I really did. I, okay. So I wouldn't do the braised beef on pasta. I'm not a pasta person. Chicken dish. I might would do that. I'm very pro chicken. And uh, so that would probably be worth checking out. I know that your dish was a, like a, a knocked out of the park. Super good. Um, I did really like mine. So I honestly don't know. I think it would just come down to what I was feeling that day. But I I mean, I liked I liked both. Yours was really good, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would definitely get the beach and line every time. 10 out of 10 for sure. 10 out of 10. And then for dessert, we obviously got the creme brulee. Uh, there is also a chocolate tart and then something that has to do with fruit. But I just tuned that out because I don't care about fruit. So creme brulee, it was a creme brulee. I mean, straight up, just normal creme brulee. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, creme, I like creme brulee. It's not like my favorite dessert ever, but I thought this one was really good. You have to like the taste of burnt Yeah. a little bit. I think I want to like try the chocolate tart next time. Maybe. I don't know. I do really, I do, I do like creme brulee. I like that burnt taste. <laughs> All right. What were your highlights of this whole experience? I guess the experience was really great. Um, our waiter was definitely French um, and he was super nice, super friendly, came and checked on us multiple times. Yes. And super French. Yeah. So that was really cool. <laughs> Um, but for sure my entree, that was, like I said, one of my favorite meals I've had. So for me, that was definitely the highlight. Not your green Sprite? I liked the green Sprite, but it was not my favorite thing of the night. What would be the highlight for you? Just feeling like I'm in France. Uh, no, to be honest, just because of how authentic everything felt. Oh yeah. And we got bread. I forgot about that. Yeah. We got bread and it was good. It just felt very authentically French. 
having never been to France, <laughs> you could have put me in there and been like, oh, no, 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 you're in France now. And I would have believed you. Obviously, I don't necessarily know what real France is like, but I would have believed you if you told me that's what it was. I think so, the only thing that would make it more French would just be like... Speaking in French? Well, that, but um, eating outside, like a French cafe, there's a lot of outdoor dining in France, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. I think if they had some more outdoor tables, that would be like very French. Gotcha. All right. Any negatives from the experience? Honestly, no. I don't. can't really think of anything. Do you have any negatives? I guess not. <laughs> All right, so if we had no negatives, then I feel like we've already answered this question, which is, is the food and even is the prefix worth getting? I definitely think if you're going to go eat here, you're already probably planning on, like, spending a little extra. So I would definitely think the prefix meal is worth it, considering what all you get as far as, like, appetizer, entree, dessert, two drinks, like... It comes with a lot, and you can get any of the entrees, including the most expensive one. So, literally, like, just my entree and the appetizer would have been the same price as getting the whole prefix meal. Um, so, that I think this is really one of, like, the best deals for, like, at least for one of the nicer restaurants. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's worth it. It was a good experience. We had a lot of fun. And then afterwards, when it was all over, we got to walk outside and it was like, France is yours. Or at least the pavilion. And really, if we had parked at the front of Epcot, you know, the park would have been ours because we were all the way in the back and the whole park was closed. Oh, well, I guess in this scenario, it didn't matter when the Skyliner was not going. But we did end up going over there like shortly before the Skyliner would have closed. But yeah, so that is our experience at Chefs de France. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, it was pretty good. So now on to our bonus discussion. We're going to talk about Everglazed for a second. So Everglazed is the new donut and coffee place over at Disney Springs. Um, It's kind of in a weird area. It's like way back over by um, Splitsville and the Orange Garage. Yes, it's technically in the west side area. Yeah, so it's kind of off... Um, in an area we don't typically go to as much. Um, but Mainly because you have to walk by the cigar place. Yes. And it's like, don't make us do that, but you um, got to do it if you're going to go get donuts. But I would say worth the trip. It's a very cute store. Um, very, like, Instagram worthy. Very colorful. Yes. Um, and you can see them making the donuts through the windows, which is really fun to watch. It's, it looks like a great job. I like monotonous jobs where it feels like you're doing the same thing over and over. And I mean, that kind of, if especially if it's like monotonous food jobs, I think I could do it. So I'm kind of on board. I'm going to work there. Okay. So I guess just talking about a couple of things that we've tried so far. So, their donuts are known for being, like, topped with a bunch of stuff and a bunch of icing. Um, I got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Donut, which had cinnamon icing and crushed Cinnamon Toast Crunch and cream cheese frosting. It was really good. It was a little overwhelming. I don't know that I like that much icing and stuff on my donuts. Um, But flavor-wise, it was really good. And it paired really well with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Milky Way, which is literally just milk infused with cinnamon toast crunch um that's gonna be like my new favorite thing uh even though it's very expensive for something i could make at home so maybe i just might start making that at home and drinking that 
That's a good idea. And yeah. just put it in a thing and bring it with us when we go. Yes. But it is good. Um, so I got the Reese's Nitro. And that is the... That's one of the two things where you get the drink and then it has the donut on top of it. Now, I have seen that they'll do some other different options with that. But this is a nitro cold brew. And in it, they put peanut butter and vanilla syrup. They also have a chocolate drizzle that they put on it. And there's peanut butter cups in it. That's just the coffee part. Then on top of it, they put the peanut butter explosion donut. And this is a chocolate ice donut with peanut butter chips, like literally shoved all on top of it. And then um, chopped up Reese's cups on top of that. And then also a chocolate peanut butter frosting then put uh, even on top of that. Altogether, it is like this massive thing. And it is flavor wise, it is wonderful. They taste great together. Obviously, you get the peanut butter, you get the chocolate, you get a lot of it. I mean, a lot of sugar. My only critique is that there is so much ice in the nitro that I finished it literally the second I started it. The ice literally still came up to the top. Even like when I was done with it, it like filled up the whole cup. So you don't really get a lot of that nitro. I would just love less ice. Like I literally get coffee. If I get iced coffee, I get it with light ice because I don't like a lot of ice. So that kind of was not my favorite. Also, I wanted to try the purple glazed ube donut, which is their vegan donut option. It's a lot like a traditional glazed donut. The only difference is it's purple and it's vegan. Taste-wise though, it tastes just like a regular donut. I really did not notice. There's a few very minor texture differences, but flavor-wise, that is a very good donut. Not not a very good vegan donut. That is a very good donut. And I was very impressed to know that that was vegan and honestly might be something that I get in the future, like multiple times. Yeah, I tried to buy that one too and I thought it was really good. I mean, it tastes literally like a regular glazed donut, but with the purple and... It looks really cool. Yeah, they did a good job of making a vegan option where you don't sacrifice hardly anything. So what do you think you would want to try next? They have some different, they have a burger and they have some sandwiches. And you can substitute any of the sandwich buns for a donut for only a dollar more. And so they have the B&G burger. And so I want the that burger but I want to get it with the donut bun. That sounds awesome. They also have like a chicken sandwich where you can get it with the bun. They have like two different breakfast sandwiches you can get. They even have like a grilled cheese. So there's all these different sandwiches and I kind of want to try one of those as soon as possible. What do you want to try? I kind of want to try more their just like simpler donuts. Um, I feel like with the heavily decorated ones, you kind of don't really get a sense of what the actual donut tastes like because you're just tasting like all the icing and the toppings. Um, So I kind of just want to try like their just like regular glazed donut and some of their cake donuts because I'm a big cake donut fan. So um, yeah, that's what I want to try. Fun fact, the ones that are like have all the toppings and stuff, those are a part of what they call the funky bunch. What are the other ones? Those are the funky bunch donuts. Uh, The other ones, uh... Bear with me. <laughs> the new classics. Okay. I don't know why they're new classics. 
They're just, I mean, their take on old classics. Oh, and their Fruity Pebbles one is a classic, not is, a funky bunch. Yeah, I guess because I don't know, it doesn't have all the extra icing and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised you're not interested in the Oreo Supreme one. I am interested in that one, but like I said, I want to just try their like regular donut first. Well, fair. Also, the Nutella Bella that one sounds really good, and the Maple Double Bacon. That also. So you want all of the really extreme funky bunch donuts. Yes. Also, you guys, to cut up their bacon, they use regular scissors. Oh, and yeah. We watched we, them do it. We thought that was the most interesting thing ever. Just using those bacon scissors, but just regular Fiskers scissors. Fiskers? Fiskers. Is that a scissor br- brand? That's the scissor brand. Oh. Fiskers. I've never heard that. You haven't ever read your scissors? No. I didn't realize there were like brands Fiskers. of scissors. Everyone knows Fiskers. No one knows We're going to have to do a poll on that. Like Fiskers is like the scissor brand. <laughs> Never heard of them. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, that is Everglazed and Chef's de France. Lots of food. Lots of good times. Check them out. We recommend them both. Yes. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast and for just continuing to support us. And if you feel like helping us out, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. You can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you download your podcasts. And make sure you're keeping up with all of our adventures over on our Instagram at HeyMickeyCo. Or you can head to HeyMickeyCo.com to see everything we're up to all in one place. Special thanks to our music producer, Andrew Hunt. He is on social media at AndrewHVNT. We'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.